Hurricane Florence remains poised to batter a wide swath of coastline from Georgetown, South Carolina to Wilmington, North Carolina. Officials are warning residents to prepare for the worst. This is TikTok, and I'm Claire Obusan, sitting in for Dave Myers. I'm joined today by Bloomberg's resident weather expert, Brian Sullivan, who joins me now from Boston. Brian, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you, Claire. So what do we know about the hurricane's path? You know, the path has been shifting over the last few days, and now it looks um, more likely that it's going to hit directly at uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, and then kind of skirt across the uh, southern portion of North Carolina into South Carolina, and then eventually, maybe the beginning of uh, next week, turn up the Appalachian Mountains and start heading north. So, Brian, you've been covering weather for Bloomberg for 10 years. This isn't your first hurricane. What makes Hurricane Florence different? Um, There are a couple things. The most obvious one is that it took a rather straight path across the Atlantic Ocean. And usually when a hurricane forms where this one did, which is out by Carbo Verde and a little farther north, um, they'll hook up and they'll head into the North Atlantic. There's a huge blocking high pressure system, which kind of rotates uh, clockwise, if you can imagine that. And if if you think of the, the face of a clock, Florence picked up the clock around where the four is, and it was dragged all the way across where the eight is. And this is very unusual uh, and has surprised a number of experts at just how this happened. You know, the storm has been downgraded. Experts aren't expecting it to reach Category 5 anymore. But you say, don't be misled by the category of the storm. Why is that? Because the storm itself is very large and, you know, history has shown us over and over and over again that we can't look at the category alone. Um, When these storms come in, they're pushing a lot of water in front of them, so you'll have a massive storm surge. And in the case of this one and in the case of many others, it's going to wring itself out like a wet sponge. Um, A couple of examples uh, pop into my mind. One is Hurricane Ike, which was a major hurricane in the Gulf of Mexico. It also got downgraded to a Category 2 storm, but it wiped out a big chunk of um, the area around the Houston Ship Channel and Galveston and Bolivar Peninsula. And then another good example is Hurricane Irene, which was coming at New York City as a hurricane. It was downgraded to a tropical storm. It passed over New York City, did almost no damage at all. Later that afternoon, it went up into Vermont, and it just caused billions of damage, killed many people, and devastated the state for months. Not to mention Katrina and Sandy, some other pretty infamous storms, right? Those are uh, great examples as well. Um, Katrina was a Cat 5 out in the middle of the uh, Gulf of Mexico. It lost its power and it came in as a, a Category 3 and we all know you know, it devastated New Orleans. It killed um, more than 1,800 people. Um, and you can still see the scars of uh, Katrina all through that region. And, and you were telling me that the Saffir-Simpson scale, the, the history behind it. Talk to us a little bit about how that came about and you know why we're sitting here talking about how actually category is not only the thing to look at. Right. So in the 1970s, a civil engineer and a meteorologist got together and they were trying to figure out um, basically the, the wind effects on buildings. Um, and they came up with this scale, and it's a good scale for what it does. And it kind of just caught the, the public's imagination. You know, now you could look at a hurricane, you could say it was a category one or a two or a three or a four. Um, but 
The problem is it doesn't take into account many other things that make hurricanes so damaging, such as the, the massive amounts of rain they can drop, the storm surge they can drive into the um, uh, uh, the the shoreline. And, you know, it's the rain that causes the flooding that does most of the damage, followed by the storm surge. And the other interesting thing about the storm surge is about half of all deaths in hurricanes occur from the storm surge. The wind, which gets all the press, which gets all the notoriety, is actually third when it comes to damage. That's really fascinating. And meanwhile, we've got a few other named storms at the Atlantic, in the Atlantic, I should say. Right. So we've got four named storms right now. The last time that happened was 2008 when I first started covering hurricanes. Um, there's a potential for a fifth. If a fifth storm um, forms, that will actually be a record, according to Phil Klotzbach, who's a researcher at Colorado State University, and um, he has a, a encyclopedic knowledge of um, hurricanes, so I take him at his word. Pretty amazing stuff. And before you go, I do want to ask you about another storm on the other side of the world, Super Typhoon Mankut. What can you tell us about it? Um, it looks to be um, heading straight towards the northern Philippine Islands, and it is a monster um, right now. On the U.S. scale, they measure they measure storms everywhere else in the world differently than they do in the United States. They use different scales. But if, if you looked at it on the U.S. scale, the winds would top out um, well above 155 miles an hour. So it's bordering, I think it's a Category 4 now. It would be a Category 4 um possibly even a Category 5. This storm has been around for a while. It ran over Guam, um, uh, I, I want to say, earlier this week. And it has the potential to cause some really catastrophic damage across the Philippines. And it won't stop there. It will keep on going. Eventually, uh, the current track would take it into Vietnam, um, probably in another week or so. Bloomberg's Brian Sullivan, thanks for joining me. You will keep an eye on your stories as Florence rolls in. You can keep an eye on those updates, too. And all of Brian's stories on Twitter, at WeatherSullivan. That's it for TikTok. Thanks for listening. I'm Claire Obusan, and you can follow me on Twitter, at Claire Obusan. And you can get all your updates on Twitter 24-7 at TikTok.